0: This is a safe and neutral space here. The more open and honest you answer the questions that will come up to yourself, the more effective this will be for you. Sound good? Okay, Sounds here we perfect. go. Today, yes, today I'm very excited to introduce you to Nakita Ren Thickpen. How are you doing, Nakita? And where are you hanging out right now?
1: I am magical and I'm hanging out in South Jersey, right outside of Philadelphia.
0: Oh, I love, I love that you're magical. I love it. So, Nakita Ren Ben helps exhausted power couples and married women entrepreneurs reconnect with their forever love and amplify their intimacy when they find themselves sacrificing their relationships because they're so consumed uh, with the wild success they're experiencing in business. Nakita has become known as the number one balance and relationship advisor in the world. As an international best-selling author of the book, Selfish, keynote speaker, podcast host, and CEO, Nikita's equipped countless high-profile women and a few brave men with tools to recalibrate their power dynamics, redefine their romance, and close the love gap to achieve whole success. And I think you have a remarkable and very important mission of helping your clients to understand why Intentional, selfish behavior is crucial for whole success. So I'm very thankful that I can talk to you today.
1: Thank you. I'm excited to be here and I'm very privileged to be able to do the work that I've been doing for well over 25 years. Oh,
0: It's an honor having you here today. So let's dive right in. Okay? Yes. Okay. So who's your ideal client and what's the biggest challenge they face?
1: Yeah, we gave our ideal client names because we like to personalize everything. So the woman, you know, speaking from heteronormal standards, the woman's name is Ava Lauren Olivier. And the gentleman, we've made up a fictitious name as well as Anthony David. Those names just sat in my spirit, so that's where we go with. Um, Ava and Anthony have been usually married for at least eight to ten years. They have their own individual career pathways that existed before they came together, and since being married, they have created these amazing layers to their career. At least Ava is an entrepreneur. Anthony might be as well, but Anthony doesn't have to be an entrepreneur. But Ava definitely is. And they've created these wildly successful portfolios within their respective career tracks and Ava's business. In the midst of creating all of that, they haven't had energy to prioritize their marriage, right? They were very head down, beast mode is what we call it, focused on the business And because of that, those passions, the fires that were ignited when they first met, when they were swinging off of chandeliers, having sex every 20 minutes, all of that has dimmed down because a lot of that energy has been literally given to the career, the business, For creating the legacy. Their biggest problem is that they're exhausted from creating all that wild success and they really want to prioritize their marriage, but they do not want to relinquish any more of their personal freedoms in doing so.
0: Wonderful. I love the the analogy with the chandeliers. So you can see the picture in your eyes.
1: I love yes.
0: It. Yes. We want to move that of these of these adventures, right? So Nagita, what are common mistakes um, they make when trying to solve that problem?
1: One of the biggest mistakes that we see for our power couples, because most of them are very high profile in their businesses or career tracks, whatever they're doing in the world, is they try to ignore it. They're just like, listen, you know, we these portfolios, the houses, the cars, the vacations, the trappings, like we said we would do these things, we do these things, but when they do them, they're on opposite sides of the couch. They're planning the vacation, but they're not actually intimate. In those moments, because they really feel like they forgot how to ride the bike, so to speak. It's I have power couples that will tell me very honestly, we love each other. We're not looking forward to any kind of divorce or separation. But having sex is right down there with changing the oil in the car. It just feels like something that has to be done so that the car doesn't get ruined. But no one's necessarily excited to run and do it. Uh, And it's obviously coming up, not just because of physical intimacy, but because of the lack of emotional intimacy that's happening. Their biggest mistake is they try to ignore it and hope it'll go away, or they only want to address the marriage when they're in crisis, when they are knocking on the door of divorce. And we want to get them before they're about to strangle each other, ideally.
0: Ideally, I would say yes. <laughs> no, this is, this is wonderful how you help them. So before I ask Nikita, what is one valuable free action that our audience can easily implement? Let me quickly say something to our audience here. So if you're enjoying the show so far, please rate and recommend us to someone you think could benefit from the show. Thank you in advance for spreading the word. So Nikita, what is one valuable free action that our audience can implement that will help with that issue?
1: Yeah, I'm going to say me time before we time always wins. If you are willing to put energy into yourself, you'll have more to share when you're what we call spouses forever lovers, because that's the goal to be with each other forever. We get it that this might be your second or third forever love, and there's no judgment on that if that's where you are in this moment. But we do intend to work with people who are really Uh, sitting in a space of monogamy and they want to have these long-term healthy relationships, but you can't do that if you're not willing to give that same grace and kindness to yourself, to be in a long-term committed relationship with you and who you're becoming. So a free action step that I would give is for everyone to apply the formula of work-life balance to their life. Our formula is like a fraction, a numerator over a denominator. The numerator is you admitting the truth of what you really want, not what someone else told you you had to have, not what your parents said you couldn't do, but what do you want at this age in your life, not the 22-year-old version of yourself, what do you really want? And the denominator is creating the boundaries so you can achieve that truth as your reality. So a quick example of that would be if you say, well, I really want, you know, we have all the the good success and all that, but I really want my business to continue to grow and I want to enjoy the process. I want to actually enjoy those vac- vacations that I take so I can take some pictures on Instagram to help the business and, and share with, you know, prospects. Actually participating in my life instead of just setting up the stage for these captured moments. If that's really what you want, then one of the boundaries you'll have to put in place is some some energy management capacity, which that looks like, who in your life is draining you right now and taking a look at that? Do you have a sister who's calling you every morning talking about the same boyfriend problem she's had for 10 years and not doing anything and you're wasting two hours instead of enjoying that time? Do you have a colleague that's not doing their share of the work in your business and you you have been friends with them for so long that you feel like you can't Con- you know constructively criticize them or let them go like look at where your energy leaks are coming from and let's close them up it also looks like breaking expectations with yourself if you're 22 year old self and you happen to be I'm well over 40 so let's go with that if your 22 year old self said i'll have a house a car you know a 5 year relationship and two other things happening at 22 and now your 40 plus year old or 50 plus year old self hasn't attained that yet Don't berate yourself for not getting things at a certain age. Go from where you are now. Look at what is so you can move forward to what you really want, not to what you told yourself 20 years ago that you had to have. So that would be the gift that I would like to to say to apply to your very first thing that you can do for yourself is look at the me time. What are we doing for me? Like admitting what I want and creating some boundaries so I can go get it.
0: Mm. Me time instead of we time. So, and you are a treasure chest, Nakita. So it's, it's really what, what, you know, you, you have so many uh, stuff that you can talk about and speak to, so I really appreciate it. Thank you for sharing this wonderful resource. So, yeah, absolutely. So speaking of resources, so what is one valuable free resource that you can direct people to that will help the debt issue or maybe something
1: else? Yeah, um you want me to just pick one? I'll do that. <laughs> so, well, the main <laughs> We have so many. I think the the main one even if you're not someone who loves Facebook We do have a free private Facebook community called Certified Selfish. And if you happen to be a married woman entrepreneur, this is the best space for you because there's free trainings. Every week I go live on an intimacy advantage topic from the bedroom to the boardroom. So those swinging chandeliers come right up in that if you need some help. (laughs) In that department, we want to support you and there's no judgment. That would be the best one for the women that are listening. And if you happen to be a a Brave Man, uh, the Balanced Bully podcast is full of topics and resources throughout every single episode. And we've been doing that since December of 2016. So there is lots mm. to go through and grab there.
0: I bet so. There's lots. Thank you for sharing this, this is wonderful. Of course, we will put all the, the links of the resources in the show description. And uh, <clears throat> so this brings me to my next question. So what's the one question I should have asked you that would be of great value to our audience.
1: Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> the mm. question about the question. I would say, if you would have asked me, why should people be selfish? Mm-hmm. That would have, you know, elicited a really powerful answer from me. Mm.
0: So you want to give us the answer? (laughs) (laughs) Give us the honor of giving us the answer? I I was trying to be a
1: tease. I was (laughs)
0: trying
1: to be a tease. I hoped you
0: would ask this this question and yes, (laughs) tease us, tease us.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so honestly, um, I help people get more intentionally selfish. Partially because the word selfish is a patriarchal word that was put into the lexicon of the dictionary in the early 1600s by a religious leader who was telling women that they didn't have the right to tell their husbands no if they didn't feel like having sex. If they did so, they would be selfish to do that. Do not deny your husband, right? Um, I'm a 21st century woman, so I don't believe that as much as I love my lover, my husband, we've been together for almost 30 years. If he were to ever expect me to do anything that I wasn't energetically connected to, we would have a problem and selfish would be the least of his worries, right? You know, from that perspective. Uh, So what I did is I redefined the word selfish to use it in a way that empowers men and women going forward. So you're not trapped into, you know, old adages that no longer serve us. I redefined the word selfish as a personal, intimate gift to create your joy. When you are selfish and you take that time to love yourself, to care for yourself, to be in a space of gratitude, uh, be able to play with your imagination, forgive yourself, and take action steps towards loving yourself deeper, you're fueling yourself up in a way that no man or woman in your circle, including your lover, could do for you. But you need to actually pause all the noise, all the busyness all the things and be selfish enough to have that space so you can do that work and create your own personal transformation. It makes you a better you, a better lover, a better mother, a better daughter, and anything else that you want to be better at. When you are selfish for that specific purpose to fuel yourself, you become more human and create ripples in the world that no amount of money and and doing behaviors could ever supplement. So that's why I encourage people to do it. Hmm.
0: I love the concept. <laughs> so I'm just adopting it.
1: <laughs> Be selfish. Yes. <laughs>
0: absolutely. <laughs> so Nakita, this brings us to my last question to you today. So when was the last time you experienced goosebumps with your family and why?
1: Oh my goodness. So we're really silly. Oh gosh, we were just laughing this morning. Um, when I think about last night, actually, uh, my husband, we have two adult children. One of them because of COVID is you know studying in college from her bedroom in our house. The other one is a parent of a two and three-year-old child. So we're grandparents now. Uh, so we don't necessarily have my son here all the time. But last night we had the opportunity of my family making fun of me, which is a very normal thing. Yeah, uh, I had a, a brain freeze moment. I couldn't get a word out. And as I was trying to say it, my daughter reached over. We were all sitting in the living room and she was like, all right, pastor. All right, pastor. It's all right. It's okay. You can't get it out. <laughs> <laughs> and we laughed so hard. It was a little bit of making fun of, you know, spiritual leaders right. in, our, in our church. Right. And I'm a minister. So it's, you know, it's all good. Um, And it was also because I'm usually the most verbal, as you clearly see, um, out of our family, and I just couldn't get the word out. So we just laughed so hard that I think we were all crying (laughs) from that little small moment because she was just so spot on with her sarcasm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love it. So this is wonderful. Thank you, Nakita, for sharing the goosebumps moment that you had today and also Thank you for our conversation. It was a pleasure talking to you and I appreciate very much the knowledge and insights you shared with us today.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was an honor. I appreciate you.
0: Oh, dear, honor is here and it was my pleasure. Thank you for listening. And as always, energizing results to you and your loved one. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on Apple Podcast, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at ube.corn.com.